Hey, welcome along. This is James Watt in Conversation Show Talk. Of course it is. Uh, got a great one today. Uh, the Bodyguard is on big tour at the moment right across the country. Next stop, as I talk to you right now, uh, will be Leeds, uh, Leeds Grand Theatre, uh, 12th to the 17th of June, then Landidno and Plymouth and Nottingham and Hull and Bristol, Crawley. If you've got a city, it's going to come to your place. It's an amazing thing. Let's talk to uh, one of the cast members, Aidan Callahan. You'll know him from Emmerdale and also Holland. Oaks and many, many other things as well. Uh, see how my chat went with Aidan, uh, talking about the bodyguard coming to Leeds next on their grand tour. So uh, the bodyguard is on tour at the moment. What a show that is. Uh, it's a remake of the big movie, of course, with Whitney and Kevin Costner. Uh, why don't we talk to, I don't know if you're allowed to say Kevin Costner to Aidan Callahan, but uh, anyway, I've done it. Hello, Aidan. How are you doing? I'm very well. No, listen, I'm a big fan of Kevin Costner, so <laughs> grew up on his films. Uh, we, we know you from uh, Emmerdale and uh, of Hollyoaks, of course. I guess this is a little bit different. I mean, uh, Hollyoaks a little bit raunchy, but um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, The Bodyguard, well, what about that as a role to play? Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. You know, it's um, you know, it's a classic leading man in a, in a big, epic uh, production, What's Not to Love. Yeah, and uh, and what's it? Because you, you're not you're not new to this theatre, like you've done an awful lot. Because people mm. assume you've done a bit of TV and you've done a lot of TV and, and movies mm. and all that, but you've uh, you've never tread the balls. But you you've done a lot in all over the place, haven't you? I have. Yeah, I mean, I, I always say to people, I cut my teeth in theatre. I'm you know I went to drama school, theatrically trained, so that's really my background. But like you said, once you sort of once your face is on TV, that's what people know you for. You know, and, 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 you know, so obviously it's a much wider audience. Um, but, yeah, you know, over the years, um, I've done a lot of theatre and I love doing the theatre. Um, it just so happens that, you know, uh, career's taken me off the stage for quite some time. So this has been, um, this has been a very welcome return. What's it like? What's it like going back to the theatre after doing, doing the, the, ta- the soaps uh, for a few years? Because uh, well, you have to learn the lines properly. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's very different. It's a very different type of learning there's kind of when you're working in tv it's short you're committing those lines to your short-term memory and they go in very quick but they go out very quick when you're doing theater and i always say to people you know i can't remember any of my lines in any of the tv stuff that i've done but i can remember lots of dialogue from plays that i've done 10 15 years ago because it just goes into a different place in your brain um i mean i love rehearsals as rehearsal rooms always been one of my favorite places to be um, but yeah, it was kind of nerve wracking um, going back out on stage. I really, I'm, I'm always nervous anyway. I've always got those nerves because you want yeah. to do well. But for the first couple of weeks, um, getting back out there was, uh, yeah, it was, you know, for the few hours before the show went up, I was kind of like a real bundle of nerves. <laughs> and you sort of think, well, can I still do this anymore? Am I, am I actually any good? I don't know. Let's, <laughs> let's find out. Because doing it in a rehearsal room is all very well because you've got to know your fellow actors and yeah. uh, you got very comfortable with them, of course. Uh, of course. But then in front of... So when the first night you uh, stepped out in front of a, a real paying audience, so to speak, um, yeah. what, what, that you were nervous. What, what else was it feeling like when you, when you was, finished that show? Well, it was really... Obviously, I was really excited. Um, I knew the show was going to be great watching um, everybody else in rehearsals. It felt special. Um, so then it's kind of, but also playing the title role, if you like, you feel a lot of the weight of expectation, a lot of responsibility that you don't want to let people down. 
you don't want to let your cast and the production down. You don't want to let the audience down. You want to make sure that they get what they want. Um, you know, and, and Herbs is about, you know, for me, it's always about doing the best that I can do. It's not, that's the type of nerves that I feel. And we opened in Glasgow, which is a great place to play because the audiences are fantastic, so supportive. I mean, they were wild. So it kind of, we kind of got through, or certainly I did, uh, that that week on adrenaline and the kind of audiences carry you through. And we were getting just such a great reaction um, that it kind of it kind of made it easier if you like. Yeah. Now, of course, The, the Bodyguard, we, I think most people have seen the movie. So how does, how does it vary on stage to the movie? Because there's obviously the great Whitney songs that we all know that are being sung sure. by a real life living pussycat doll, which is quite exciting. Um, yes. But uh, what, how, so how does it change on the stage? How do you do it? Well, it's, it's very faithful to the film. Firstly, I would say, and I'm a huge fan of the film. I watched it to death, uh, you know, Back in the day, uh, I loved it as a film. Um, so it stays very faithful to that. Um, but there are some changes that um, that make it work more workable on stage. You know, some that are would spoil things that I can't say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But also, it's the film was 1992. We're you know we're doing this now in two, what is it 2023? Yeah, yeah, scary. That feels like the future to me. Um, so, and whilst it's not set today. It's obviously been brought more modern than than the film because we talk about things like social media within the piece. Ah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of what's interesting is that the way the world's changed in terms of the access people have to famous people, to celebrities and megastars, and you know the 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 twenty four hour access that they have. That Whitney Houston didn't have an Instagram account when she was singing. So when she was, of course, she was in the spotlight. But when when she was at home, she was at home. Yeah. And she was she wasn't uh, available, whereas people are so available now, and um, that availability has kind of bred this sort of sense of ownership and entitlement in um, in in the public, if you like, over over people like that. Um, and then, of course, you know, in the film, she has this stalker and, and what have you. And and if anything, I think it's it's even more relevant now because that people can like a feel feel this ownership they feel like they know yeah that's people. right it's interesting and, and that and so i think that it works really well in that respect actually it, it, it feels very relevant it doesn't feel like we're watching a, a sort of mid-90s period piece that's kind of just like a almost you know like a tribute jukebox music yeah that's feels, right because I, I suppose, I suppose you're, you're the bodyguard of course and then there's yeah. um uh, melody uh, thornton that's the uh, rachel uh the uh yeah. the, the whitney the whitney part that we know of, of the movies but doing her uh, in her own way um mm. I, I, and with her being you know an actual bona fide sort of you know, international mm. pop star of the day she must have must have some empathy with with, with the whitney houston character because she's kind of gone through that to an extent well, she's she sort of lived that life a bit yeah, yeah and we, we talked about that in rehearsals and she's kind of been through some of the things that the character has been through so um you know in that spotlight has had you know i, I believe she has had stalkers and, and and that kind of thing that's happened um so it you know so she brings that sort of real legitimacy to it and she's absolutely sensational as well she's a wonderful actress absolutely wonderful um and obviously has this incredible voice and people will have seen on Big Night of the Musicals um, on the BBC, uh, you know, was it six, yeah. seven weeks ago? And, you know, she brought the house down. Um, 
but also what she's doing in this in this piece uh, more so than than Whitney in in the film the the film had the songs uh, some of the songs and it kind of the soundtrack and yes she sang a couple of the things within it but there's a lot more music in this and the music forms much more part of the narrative the the, the songs become her character's words as well within the scene so she's she's got a hell of a job on it's an absolutely monster monster role um and to do what she does every single night and to to be as absolutely exceptional as she is 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 a joy to watch you're the bodyguard of course um so i, I presume you get i mean you're not known for being too uh, unfit anyway but you've, you've, you've had to train uh, for this role yeah yeah i mean i like to stay um i like to stay fit and healthy you know the, the reality is we work in a visual medium um like it or not um, and when you're talking about casting types, there's a certain expectation that if you sit within a bracket, if you're a leading man, that you're, you're meant to look a certain way as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, and that comes with a certain amount of pressure. And of course, now with things like the Marvel movies and, uh, and, and stuff, <laughs> every, everybody looks like a bodybuilder. And the expectation is now that it creates that sort of appetite. So, you know, and I'm, 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 I'm turning 42 next week. So it's not quite as easy. Um, as it was in my twenties, where I could be eating pizzas and, <laughs> and, and oh, fishing every okay. night of the week, and, 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 and do a little workout and still look great. You know, I have to work a bit harder at it. But yeah, no. When I came into the role, it's you know this is a military guy, so uh, he's fit and he's strong and, and whatever. So I was like, the, the look is very important as well. So yes, I work. I'm working hard at that. What I what I liked about I've, I saw the uh, the tour. I don't know how many years ago was it? Many many years ago, and um, I saw it a couple of places, and mm. um, it was quite different in each city because uh, there's some sort of sp- bits where thing people are creeping about a bit mm. and doing mm-hmm. bad things uh, to yeah. uh, to Rachel, and sometimes some cities it was kind of sort of more pantomime. It's always behind you type thing, yeah. and other points people were taking it very seriously. So does that change city to city? No, you're absolutely right. It depends, depending on your audience, and, and it's funny, depending on where you are in the country, and, you, you know, your northern audiences are very, they're very different to your southern audiences, and, and you get that as well, a bit east to west. So, um, you know, in certain cities, yes, they come with that expectation, almost sort of pantomimic, if you like, that you yeah. do get those sort of reactions at the moment that you're talking about that we're not going to spoil for anybody. Yeah. Um, and then equally, other in other cities, you get that very focused uh, <laughs> that very focused theatrical audience as well um you know but what i have to say is that you know the, the show is selling so incredibly well so anybody who's looking to come want ought to be booking their tickets because... or they're going to be they're going to miss out because um, i'm, t- I'm what, t- yeah go on. yeah sorry uh, what i was going to say is that the the, the the audiences have just been exceptional we've had you know just but it's been brilliant um and so, so enjoyable. And it's, you know, this is my first ever musical and I was told to expect, you know, it to be very different to doing a play. Um, but it's, it's so rewarding. It really yeah. is. Uh, of course, as, we, as I talk to you, you're, you're going to launch into Leeds uh, any day, the ground, which is a great mm. theatre, of course. Um, and of course, that's yeah. hometown for Emmerdale as well. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to have lots of your old... Are the Emmerdale cast going to come and uh, give you a sort of jeer? <laughs> Yeah, I think I've already spoke to a few few of the guys there, and um, you know Mark Sharnock and Dominic Brunt are still down there, and some of the directors and and people behind the scenes. Um, Danny Miller actually uh, plays Aaron Livesey, and he can see it in Manchester, which was really nice. 
Um, so it's lovely. It's kind of, and the funny thing about that soap world is that you do stay in touch, but when you go out of it, you know, they're still in it. And it's not like you, you, you speak to each other all the time. But what's lovely is the support you receive from, um, from your fellow cast members and former cast members, you, you know, they're always so supportive of everything that you do. So yeah, I'll be seeing a few of those guys. It feels like <laughs> a bit of a, feels like a bit of a homecoming. I'll go and touch base and I may well go down and see, obviously since I've been there, they've got a new studio and, and, and whatever else. So I'll probably go and um, say hello, have a cup of coffee and see some friendly faces like I did when I was in Liverpool and went and saw some friends from, from my Hollyoaks days. Um, but Leeds, I love my time in Leeds. Um, a wonderful city and a wonderful theatre. Uh, well, that's uh, that's next stop for you. Thank you very much indeed, Aidan, for coming on today. Uh, I'll come and see you, and um, uh, I'll uh, I'll make sure I don't jeer too much at the wrong points. <laughs> Look forward to it, James. <laughs> Thank you. There we go, lovely Aidan Callahan, and the bodyguard is coming to a city near you. And as we record this, uh, it is next in Leeds, Leeds Grand, 12th to the 17th of June. Uh, then it off goes on to Merriway all the way, Bristol and Bournemouth and Newcastle, Cheltenham, Nottingham, uh, Liverpool, Dublin, Oxford, uh, Sheffield, everywhere. It's great. Everywhere. Uh, check out the details at thebodyguardmusical.com. Uh, Leeds Grand is next for that one. And, uh, well, great to talk to Aidan. And, and uh, this has been Show Talk, James Watt in Conversation. Uh, if you want to contact us, just search out James Watt UK. Subscribe away, because you never know who may well turn up from the theatre, music and TV world on this podcast. Tell your friends, and I'll catch you next time round. <laughs>